0: Welcome to Extra Points. Now, here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damoshek.
1: All right, welcome to Extra Points, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with my dear, dear friend, Dave Damoshek. Check what is... Uh, let me tell you what's happening here before I ask you what is happening. Go I, We're painting our house, right? And so Ooh, they're man. all steps involved. I thought they just come here, they get the brushes or whatever, the rollers, and they get going. No, they have to... Have to tape everything, right? They're doing the outside, and I don't want to brag, but I have at least 15 windows in my house. Guess which window they start. Guess which window they start uh, taping and and playing loud music right in front of, right, right in front of the one, right in my office. I mean, I'm gonna let you guess. Right just open there. the window,
2: let them hear it live. Let them just hear the show live. They don't I'm have to wait. I'm not worried
1: about them hearing me. I can't hear myself here, so um, we may have uh, some problems there.
2: Well, but. good news, Sal. Uh, yeah. Everybody else is uh, is filling the the void by weighing in way too heavily on every. What a- it's like? I'm not. It's it's as though Sal. Sometimes people don't listen though to what your pal right. Dave tells them. I counsel every late July. I mm-hmm. issue the one. Warn- Stop with the. Obsessing about what you see in August. It has no meaning I in a month from you. now. And we're like three weeks away from actual football. Can we stop wringing our hands about a guy throwing an interception on the practice field, let alone what happens in these meaningless preseason games? Here's the goal, everybody. Whatever team you root for, what to root for is that no one on the team gets hurt. That's the that's the right. goal of preseason. Nothing. Well, so
1: you're not, you're not looking at Drew Locke MVP odds seriously right now? You're not, you don't care about anything like that? I really no. can't get
2: over. Over how much people fixate after all the evidence, like it's, are, are, it's just every year, like people's minds get washed blank like a blackboard. And by the way, thoughts and prayers, all the kids out there, it's back to school time. Oh, I feel yeah. for you, it's the worst. But like I said, on minus three last week. I say it again to you now, Sal. Tell your three boys if they're down in the dumps about to return to school, it's football's greatest gift to us all, it distracts it. us from the horror of having to go back to school and or the end of summer and back to work and the and the drudgery at least there's Monday night football. I feel the only people I feel for are the people who don't have football in their lives to provide that distraction yeah. to the other atrocity that is going back to school. But anyway, yes, preseason football stinks and oh, oh Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin Field should start. It would be crazy if they don't start him. But You got a little
1: bit, uh, I told oh, you stop. so, with Justin Field. You got a little bit. You went against a little, little, just a little bit. You were out of line. little out of line.
2: What do you mean? I was out of line. I've, I, I've been. I,
1: I told you, Justin Fields three weeks ago is going to be the rookie of the year. I know you did, and then he runs for a touchdown after three zero drives, and then you're like, you're like "All right, see what I said." I, I, I didn't go. I'll go back to the tweet. I don't know what it was, but it was like uh, that's a confirmation you needed those few drives from Justin Fields. Well, it's they, fine. He they, should they may- start because. Because Aaron Rodgers went back to the Packers and it's no longer the case that Andy Dalton can win that division, right? So whatever, what are we wasting our time for? You might as well have Justin Fields. Not because of what we saw on Saturday or Friday, whatever day it was.
2: I do think that there's something about head coaches like the idea of, and I, I think it was Will Brinson who said it on minus three last week, but I think coaches like the idea of how long can I go with the vet before I have to go to the rookie. Can mm-hmm. I? Can I? Can I ride this thing a little bit? Can we win some games until the guy is seasoned enough? I stop trying to split the difference. Just pull the bandaid off and put right. the guy in uh, week one. You know that I, 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 that that would be my counsel. I'm fine I with know- that
1: if he's ready. If he's ready for sure. I don't know right. what We're, it means
2: though. already, like Patrick Mahomes well, and uh, Aaron yeah. Rodgers are the two noteworthy guys who sat for a bit before they started his first round draft picks, and both of those mm-hmm. worked out pretty well. But for the right. most part, if you use a first round pick on a QB in the free agency age, the clock starts immediately when you draft <clears> him. Get him in there immediately, sooner rather
1: than later. We're going to discuss this. We're going to discuss, uh, oh, more football. FanDuel has not only, check who's going to come in first in each division. You can bet exactly where they finish. Every team in the league, where they finish in their respective divisions. Yes, finishing places. We're going to go over our favorites of those. Uh, we have baseball picks. Mine have been garbage lately. Um, and, oh, but first, this is exciting. We struck gold again, check, with our next two guests. All right, check. this is very exciting. We are joined by not one, but two of the gold medal winning U.S. women's water polo team. Yes, the captain, magnificent Maggie Steffens, and goalie who made an Olympic record 80 saves in this tournament, Ashley Johnson. Thanks for being here, ladies. Thanks it's for having us. Me, How do you feel? It's been now over a week, right? I guess uh, almost a week and a half. And you must be exhausted still, but it's weird I don't think like relaxing by the pool is an option at this point. Right. What do you, do you even know how to do that?
3: I mean, I'm exhausted. I know Maggie's exhausted. We've (laughs) seen each other a few times over the past uh, few days, but it's just been like bed and (laughs) interviews. It's been really fun. It's been really fun.
1: How far are the medals from you right now? Do you keep them close to you, or um, have you already forgotten about? them? Look at this, <laughs> Wait. Oh, oh, all right. There. No, my, mine's about a room those. away,
4: which is the closest <laughs> I've had my medals in a long time. Uh, is that right? Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. I, I'm already, I'm already put out by you guys. It's a, why are you guys not wearing the medals? Uh, I mean, even <laughs> to sleep. Who, do, who, who takes a medal off once you get it? What gives? I mean, it's really heavy. A lot of people. We've been sharing it with everyone,
3: and everyone goes like, "Whoa!" Like a little. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's it's heavy, but I'll wear it once I get home. It doesn't I'll have
2: get... doesn't have chocolate on the inside, like some of those. No, no,
1: corn- Dave, that's something else. Though. See, oh, then
4: okay. I would wear it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like I get right. a little hungry. <laughs> Just are you a bite afraid mark. to Are you afraid to bring it in the pool with
1: you? Does I mean I guess mm. it's real gold, right? It's not going to change color. The chlorine isn't going to affect it at all, right? No one's ever asked that. I'm going to test
4: yeah. that out. I know. I've, I've never been asked that either. So I guess, Ashley, you and I have uh, some research and re
1: <laughs> You know, don't put it to the test. I'm afraid the, the, the worst would happen there and it'll just like disintegrate <laughs> right there. But um, now you dominated. Uh, Sheck, I told you how much I love this water polo. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it was new to my eyes, fresh to my eyes. I watched it with my son. Unfortunately, I watched the, the full game where you guys lost to Hungary. You were up mm-hmm. a couple goals. You lost 10-9. It was in group play. Wait, Did wait that, that is, was the
4: only game you fully watched?
1: That was the full full game I watched. I, I watched three quarters of the um, – So it was, it was probably, probably your last two.
4: It was probably your fault we lost. <laughs> it was my
1: fault? Yeah. <laughs> that was away the only
4: was
2: one, it. right? <laughs> no, you <laughs> – you foiled yeah, like, his big plan. He's like book these uh, book the U.S. water polo team. I want to give them what for? <laughs> they lost to Hungary, and 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 now you have gold medal. So he's got egg on his face. Yeah, but that's, that's right.
1: <laughs> well, I but it didn't inspire you, right? Did you guys? Was there a team meeting there? Did you now? You, now I understand, Maggie. You're the. Captain, did you think of
4: pulling Ashley as goalie at that point? Or you would never do that, right? <laughs> no, I would never do that. Um, okay, good. No, we, so, uh, you know, I think something that's really important to remember is that the Olympics, one, especially this Olympics, we talked a lot about a team as, hey, we're gonna face a lot of adversity, even just with COVID. Um, mm-hmm. It's been the theme of the past two years our team itself has been through a lot of different individual challenges and team challenges. And so when that game presented itself and we hungry was the better team that day, we also were not the best that we could all be. And we knew that mm-hmm. that just kind of became a part of our storyline. It became a part of our journey. And, you know, we definitely came together as a team. We um, talked a bit about what, what obviously we need to improve on tactically, but maybe there's some things that aren't allowing all of us to feel as free or um, be the players we want to be in in at the Olympic Games. And mm-hmm. that game, I think, was a little bit of a wake up call and a grateful wake up call because it was only in bracket round, right? So mm-hmm. a loss in bracket round maybe means you play a tougher crossover, but at the Olympics, everything is good, you yeah. know. So. We took it as an opportunity to say, all right, let's be grateful for this game and that it happened now and let's strategize, right? That's what we've been doing for however many years of our life. And especially over these past two years and say, Hey, here's a problem that just presented itself. Here's some adversity we have to face as a team. What are the steps we can do together to make sure the next time we play, we're a better team. And Mm -hmm. to be honest, we've been doing that for so long that not too much needed to be said right? Like right. we all know each other really well. I know Ashley extremely well. She knows me extremely well. We can have those individual conversations one-on-one um, or we could probably just look at each other with a little nod and we know we know that we're there for each other, right? We know what each other needs. So there definitely was conversations, but no one was defeated. No one was mm-hmm. freaking out. It was kind of like, all right, this is now part of our storyline, now we have a choice to make it the best part of our storyline. You know, at the end of the day, it's a choice that you have to make, and, and then those actions proceed. Mm-hmm. And I think our team made the best choice possible and came out and probably had our best game uh, against Russia the first time in, in bracket play.
2: If I want to, if I know, if I'm on the Brooklyn Nets, and we need a basket real bad. I can identify Kevin Durant like, oh, yeah, he's the tall, skinny one. So I give him the ball. When you guys have those the, the, the things on your heads, though, and the goggles, how do you know who you're throwing the ball to at any given time? Like, oh, we got to give it to her. She's our goal scorer. Like, but except I don't know which one she is because everybody looks the same in the pool. How do you how do you figure that stuff out?
3: Well, we know each other as teammates. We've been playing together for five years for some of us, but for way longer for a lot of us. But from a spectator's view, you're looking at the number of the cap. Mm, Like everyone has a number on their cap. And then like in the water, Maggie can speak better to this, but like, you know how someone moves in the water, even if they're splashing and noise and all of these Mm. things you know who maddie musselman is you know who kaylee gilchrist is you know like where someone is supposed to be in the pool when they're going to be there how they're going to want the ball and you're going to give it to them give it to them the way they want it because like we've just practiced those little connections we've practiced uh getting the ball where it needs to go in the right moment like one second to go make three passes in that one second and like get the ball in the goal so yeah it's it's about game knowledge. It's about knowing your teammates and we've practiced those little moments like recognizing each other off of the smallest thing, maybe like a splash. Maggie's like good at that really good at
2: mm-hmm. that like someone can splash and she'll know who it is
1: really wow. yeah
4: nobody
2: but actually, are you like were you the best or the worst dodgeball player in school? like because <laughs> it would you i it's if like if you're really good if you're uh, if you're a third grader playing dodgeball and you're the first one out every time does the does the PE teacher go like you have a future as a goaltender in water polo cuz you mm-hmm. cannot you know, get the ball to find you
3: I was terrible at dodgeball like I could throw the ball really hard but I am not fast on my feet outside of the water like <laughs> I was just like I was throwing the ball hard and like people had to form a wall in front of me to like actually <laughs> Dodge a ball, but um I was better at that box game, you know, where you like bounce.
1: Four like square. square. Yeah. Four square, right, right. Actually, hey, maybe Sal and I when you, you
2: when you guys are in LA, let's play four square. Let's yeah, yeah, let's play, play a couple Olympic square. athletes. Sal. <laughs> That'd be a real Honestly, feather in our cap.
4: I think we would crush.
1: <laughs> that's you're your opinion against two squares so that should uh, <laughs> that should work I, I i i can't say enough about this water pole though i i know it is gonna sound lame to you guys you're like Hat, why haven't you been watching forever but it really combines the best of soccer and hockey and you have penalties and they have to swim off to the penalty box and it's quick it's what it's it's um is it 12 minute quarters? Yeah, it's basically it's eight-minute quarters. It's, it's eight quarters, but really plays out like for 12 real minutes, right? Yeah. It's such yeah. a quick game. And uh and also the shot clock is terrific. Like each possession doesn't last forever because it's mm-hmm. 30. And then if you're coming off your own possession, it goes down to 20. I love it. And Ashley's like it's hard to get a shot off, but you're blocking shots, it's either you're blocking with your, your long, your hands and your head, or it's hitting the post, right? Like how excited are you when it hits the post? Because I felt <laughs> yeah. a lot of shots like that's your best friend, right? You're, you're just all over it. My best friend is actually the shot blockers. When anyone
3: else gets a block, I'm so fired up. Like it's so <laughs> cool when it hits the gotcha. post. I'm like, woo! all right, go guys. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's really cool. Like you said, our game is fast. It's dynamic. It's fun and there's so many facets of it like there's um defense which i'm a big part of there's the counterattack. there's Mm -hmm. the offense like this just something is always happening and as an avid fan as someone who's like really engaged with the game with the gameplay with the players you start to see little little things that make the game even cooler you start to know Mm -hmm. like those little connections that i spoke to spoke to you about earlier like those make even more of a difference and You see what work someone's doing in before some, like five seconds before a play that's supposed to happen happens. You see the work that Maggie's putting in to make that happen. And there's just so much intelligence that it takes and so much athleticism that it takes for this game to look like it does. You saw the game that you saw was a good game to watch, even though we lost because there was so much happening. Like there was so much, we weren't playing our best, obviously, but, it was just a really cool game to see as a spectator because both teams brought really good things to that game and made that game so fun and so exciting. And it was just, um, there's so much to learn from water polo once you really know the game, once you really see it. It's, we always describe it as a combination of so many sports. And I'm not a big fan of a lot of different sports, but water polo has everything. And I can look into any sport and understand what's going on as a water polo player but like really appreciate those little things that people are doing maybe not the Kevin Durant's of um, basketball or whatever sport but what everyone's grinding like I love watching team sports and being a part of a team sport because there's just so many little connections and when it's a fast game I'm like engaged I'm like whoa that is so cool
2: yeah. Is that, but do you, uh, you, you mentioned other sports and everything. Does anybody at the, cause you always hear about the Olympic village. Is it, mm-hmm. a, a, is the mystique, does it live up to the hype? Does like Dame Lillard go by like, Hey Dame, we're strategizing. Want to <laughs> chip in an idea or two here? Is it, is it communal in that, uh, at that level?
4: Um, I definitely, the village is, it lives up to its expectations in different ways. I think something that doesn't get talked about enough kind of with that question is the inspiration you feel from seeing all these different athletes. And you know, you're just walking into the dining hall, maybe uh, let's say it's a game day and you're a little nervous, you're heading to lunch, you have your routine and you're looking around and you have hundreds of people around you in their respective country gear some of them are seven foot five. Some of them mm. are, you know, barely five foot. All different shapes and sizes, um, and they are the best at what they do. Maybe you don't know exactly what they do in that moment, and it's kind of fun to try to guess. Or, you know, you, I'm way better at flags and countries right after the Olympics because everyone's wearing, you know, their country gear, and it kind of allows you to. Be proud of what you do. Right. But then there's you're walking around in probably the most humble place you can be because that person right there, who knows? They might be going to a gold medal match and be setting world records and also be representing a country that's never won a gold medal in, in mm-hmm. their country's history. Right. And here we are just going to our bracket game. So something that's, it's really, really inspiring to be walking around and knowing that every single person there has given just as much or even more than you have to their respective sport, their respective country. And it kind of reminds you like, all right, like I can do this, you know, and we've seen some pretty cool people, um, you know, at at opening ceremonies, you definitely see the basketball team and never shy to take a picture with them, Um, you know. But I think what's that's kind of what a lot of other people get excited about, and we do too. But I I think what's more special is you create these connections with people in the village that you would have never made. Like one time I was making a PB&J, little did I know, with like the winning fencing team from the U.S. And then the whole rest of the trip, we're following them. We're watching them. Or the baseball guys are talking about how this is their first Olympics. And now we're rooting for them and they're rooting for us. Um, rowers and wrestlers, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. You're like, are in the elevator together and you're like, Hey, what are you doing today? They're like, oh, all right. Uh, I'm going to my final, you know, it's, right. it's so cool. And I think that's kind of the inspiring part is that from every different sport, every different country, every walk of life, we're all just there to try to do our best and really support one another through that. So
1: it sounds great. It really does. And you're being very nice. But when you say they put forth as much or more effort than you guys, I think those are rare cases. I really do. I would be angry if I were you guys, like you look at, uh, I mean, you're risking your life in there, Maggie, especially like (laughs) you Maggie, like you, I've seen when you have to, when they try to feed the middle, there's really like four women trying to drown you before you get the ball and meanwhile I like yes and then the and then the chinese uh men win the ping pong title like no you know their their, their life is not at at stake at all there's no jeopardy right but that's the part you like you said when they're trying to drown you
4: i mean that's why i'm not a goalie i would hate being in the cage i am definitely let's say myself and rachel Fatal, another player we kind of like to every rebound or Anytime we got to get a little like scrappy and kind of yeah. get in the dog fight, we're probably the first ones there. Wow.
2: What does that mean though? The dog fight? What does that involve? Like, do you, you know, everybody's, everybody's, you guys are allowed horseplay. Usually at most public pools, it's like no horseplay, but you guys <laughs> can. Yeah. What does that mean? Like, splash them in the face, but they got goggles. Do you ever like pull hair? What gives? No, what goes no. on in those? So,
4: no, you got to keep it clean. Right. But you got to be strategic. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like the duck syndrome, right? Cool, calm, collected over water and underwater is where all the work is going on. So, um, you know, I, for example, I grew up with my dad and in our backyard pool, he played water polo in our backyard pool. He'd always play like keep away and like just be using like his wrists to kind of like move the ball. And when I was younger, I just would chase the ball and swim around. But then as I got a bit wiser, I realized, oh, there's ways to kind of manipulate his body. So it's easier for me to kind of get a steal, make his life a little bit harder, even though it doesn't look like it. So trying to find the little nuances of the game that, you know, it's cool, calm, collected above water. But what's that like grabbing someone's wrist for just one Mm -hmm. second to be able to get to the ball? Or, you know, if you want to drown me for a few seconds, that's fine. But then I'm going to cut you off on the counterattack and make your life hell for the whole rest of the Wow. World. Well, you, could you know, throw like a game. knee
1: to a fella, you know, under the water and really. Yeah, there's a lot of underwater stuff that can go on too that the refs don't see, right? For, yeah. for at least like a the second. The underwater so.
4: game, I've told Ashley this many times and talk about it all the time, but I personally think there's three games in water polo. There's mm-hmm. the overwater game that fans can see. There's the mental game that is probably one of the most mental like mentally tough games out there in water pull up mm-hmm. and then the underwater game that no one can see, but it's kind of what makes the game water polo. up. Did can the I, fellas get about-
2: worse with that though? Did like the fellas take it the underwater, you can hit guys and really hurt them in oh, yeah, a certain way. If you stuff. know what I mean, yeah. you know, that, that would be that, that could make the game much more <laughs> dangerous as Sal. I mean, those
4: to. are secrets that, I you should. know, we can't share too much.
1: <laughs> no. No, no, I don't no, want they, you to share a secret, but I do have a suggestion and maybe you're all over this and I don't, I don't want to be crass, but if you urinate in the pool, when you're on the offensive end, that might create some space. Right. Or do, do, does yes. a, do, do, no one care about that? Most people These don't are the secrets we them. don't
4: usually talk about. But. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. Good. Good. I know I've done it. I, there's no gold medal in sight for me. Actually, um, uh, ex- you know what you guys, uh, the ultimate celebration, you threw your coach in the pool. Is that a tradition or is that something you came Adam Kerkorian? You tossed them in the pool. It's better than any Gatorade dump or um, is this a tradition or was this a spur of the moment decision? It's kind of just tradition in our sport.
3: When you win Mm. something big, everyone gets in the pool like we all put in the work. We all put in the time. We're all um, not everyone's in the water playing, but we're all there together. And it's just the ultimate moment where you can celebrate all of the accomplishments and all of the hard work and just everything that we've put into this game together. And it's, it's really cool to see, like, Adam, who used to play, get in with all his clothes on, and, like, we're kind of holding him up because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not in the shape he used to be in. But it's super fun. <laughs> it's, like, swim. such a great um, way yeah. to celebrate all together. Like, our coach gets in, our team staff gets in. Like, everyone's just in the water, and we're, like, singing together. We're celebrating, and it's just that's great. The culmination of all of
2: it. That would That's be great. very funny, Sal, if, if they threw the coach in and he didn't know how to swim. I mean, it well, wouldn't be that funny if he sank to the yeah. bottom. But, I mean, that would be uh, ironic, too. Ultimately
1: you, be sad. Yeah, yeah you know, I guess throwing it would people end bad. in the pool used to be a fun thing. Now it's like a, it's a it's a felony because it could cost you like $2,000 by the time you replace the iPhone and everything mm. else, right? It's not worth it. Not worth, not worth it. it, no. <laughs> Just leave it to the professionals. Well, you guys were great. Dave has a, a problem with the name of your sport. Well, it's not I a problem. Person, I, I love ahead. your yeah.
2: – I I think it is fascinating the sport to watch, like Sal says, and it really does appear to my novice eyes to be one of the harder sports to, to play. Don't you think I, – I think what limits it, its exposure to some degree is – The name water polo. It's weird. Like, what does that mean and everything? And I get that instead of a horse, the water is your horse, is the implication. But that's too much thinking for for our dumb society. What if we rename the sport?
3: I thought it was because we used to wear polos in the water. Oh, is that what it is? I just
1: assumed. (laughs) No, you know, (laughs) I did research on that game, Marco Polo. Oh, Marco Polo is another one. That's right. Mm -hmm. I I read I I did I read like five articles on this and they said in the 1880s when this was introduced to America some idiot said oh this resembles polo like uh, no it doesn't I, uh-huh. it resembles soccer and maybe hockey wasn't really around that right but what, why do they go right to polo and involve the horses it has the uh, horses wouldn't first of all to clear clear this up uh, horses wouldn't last even thirty seconds in this sport right
3: no they would it do would, so well horses they would work really well yeah
1: really (laughs) yeah there's
3: no struggle
4: just just a reminder for anyone who doesn't know water polo because ashley and i even right after we won went and did like a few medium things and still they were like wait so you don't touch the bottom so to be clear in water polo you never ever ever touch the bottom of the pool
2: I, yeah. That's a that's another question I have. I could talk about this for three hours. My fascination with the with the nuances of of your game. It, where 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 in the hell are these pools? Like nobody is born, well, you were since your dad was a water polo player. But where are these pools that have no bot have no shallow to them? You can't really throw your little ones into the uh, ha, that. It, it feels like there are only so many places in the U.S. that you could find a place to play water polo, right? Unless it's you know gentleman's honor or whatever. Like nobody put their feet on the bottom. Right. Right. I grew up
3: playing in a pool that was shallow deep. So the diving well was deep. So we couldn't touch the bottom there, but we learned to play water polo where you could stand. So that's another um, part of the game. Like there's parts where you can stand. You can't like, that's another thing. But when we play at our level, everyone's just treading water. It's usually a swimming pool, like a professional swimming pool or somewhere where they can also practice artistic swimming. So all of those pools are fully deep. And let's let's be honest. When you
2: talk when you talk about the Olympic village, the nerd table is the the synchronized swimmers, right? I mean like, like you don't have to you guys you guys are like no, you can this table's all full, right? I mean like you don't you say like go sit at that table over there. <laughs> they don't touch
1: the bottom either. Yeah. <laughs> we're the nerd table, I think. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah. No we're
4: definitely da- we are da-
1: the nerd table <laughs> oh stop it the We're
2: rhythmic the gymnastics nerd. come on the ri- the people with the strings come on that that love yeah they're too. way cooler than you guys come on
3: wait i thought of a new name for our sport go ahead water soccer basketball hockey don't touch the bottom <laughs> Oh,
1: Clunky. Don't touch it's the a bottom ball, ball. is great. <laughs> I like that. I like that.
2: No bad That's... no no bad ideas here. This is a no safe space. Ideas. Let's pitch. We'll see. Sal's a very funny guy. <laughs> Maybe out. he can pitch us up.
4: And then it, we're all you... called Water Warriors. It's, yeah.
2: It's Oh in... my
1: gosh, Water Warriors played. Water them. Warriors okay. is great. Water aqua, warriors. aqua heroes. I'm trying to figure out. Hi, oh,
2: here right. it is. Here it is. Ready? Go ahead, Jack. Water. Aqua. It's like hockey. Aqua.
1: Aquie. Oh, oh
2: <laughs> okay. Here's another, here's another one. Here's another one I came up I that's with for you. a little you.
1: more confusing even than water polo. <laughs> okay.
2: here's it. Okay. You don't like that one. That's fine. That's why. Listen, Sal. We're, we're, listen. Like it. we're spitballing yeah. right now. Right. Speaking, speaking of a ball, you throw it. You're in the water. H 2 throw.
4: Oh, Ooh. okay. No, stop.
1: Okay. We're done. Ashley, that that's it. it? Ashley's had enough.
4: <laughs> <That was laughs> it. No, no, no. Back. We
1: reached it. Speaking of how we're no. nerds,
4: I, I yeah. appreciate that, you know, the reference. Thank there you me. go.
1: Well. All right. We're going to, we're going to sort this out in the meantime. Thank you guys for coming on. This has been terrific. Now I bet, I don't, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if this was, you guys this murmur uh, amongst the team. I had bet the U S to have the most gold medals. And it was really, I don't know if you guys were even following this, but in the last day, We were down five. We needed a cyclist, like a 20-to-1 odds uh, underdog to win. Obviously, the women's basketball team came through, and we had some 4 by 400s but we won. We ended up winning 39-38. Thanks to you guys. Uh, Thanks to everyone, and I'm giving back. You guys mention a charity, and I will donate uh, today as soon as we uh, get done with this podcast. Go ahead. Ashley first, and then Maggie. Diversity
3: in aquatics is diverse. always okay. going to be my recommendation for donations. Um, right. Pushing
1: our sport, pushing our field forward. And it's
3: so cool. Go ahead, All right.
1: Maggie. Diversity in aquatics. Okay. They'll be getting a hundred dollars and Maggie.
4: I'm going to do the boys and girls club of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got affiliated with them after the hurricane. Um, you know, and youth sport is really important to us and might as well give back to the the island a little bit so that's important.
1: important there you go all right they'll be getting money as well all right yes you know they're there Maggie's uh your father was from Puerto Rico right and Ashley yes. you're from Jamaica right yes this is great this is terrific and they all come together and win it for the good US of a 3938 in gold medals thank you guys so much Ashley Johnson and Maggie Steffens yes terrific thanks for coming on guys thanks Dave thank thanks so for us all right aqui. Wait, <laughs> I,
4: that's pretty Water warriors playing Aqui. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Thank you, guys.
1: I think we're getting somewhere.
2: Thanks again. Muzzle tub it. on the
1: gold. All right, there you go, Shaq. Pretty good. They were good. awesome. Yeah they were, yeah, they were really good. I don't buy that. Fighting their... for their lives in that pool. You have to see it. I think a lot goes on underwater that they don't even want to mention.
2: Yeah, I kind of stumbled into that realization. I guess you haven't, mm-hmm. like, the women would beat the men if you're allowed to deliver shots, you know, the you know to the, right, to the right. right area you could really
1: devastate a fella under the water yeah. with a with sure. a well placed punch or knee. It's happened to me, and I'm not even like I said buying for any medals of any kind. What is the nerdiest? Who is the nerd table though? I was trying to think that string thing for sure. Um, that's a uh, in the Olympic Village or something. I mean, like who gets the least lot... respect?
2: You know, like it's as I've said before the the winter Olympians mm. aren't there. But but the third man in the bobsled. I mean, why, why that guy gets yeah. a medal is outrageous to me.
1: He's right, just a lot. Right, la- right. What? He, he,
2: should we give people who ride the bus a, a medal too
1: Shame Well, to he's devil. so bundled up, though. Who could even tell who he is? Right. In these Olympic sports. I mean, they have the parkas and everything else. He
2: probably but, yeah. lies about he probably lies about what he does. Like, what do you
1: do? Yeah. What, what do you do here? Like, I'm on the I'm on the hockey team. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Back up, goalie. Shifting gears from water to land. Here we are. Preseason. Now, uh, I I know you don't want to make a lot of it, but I have to bet something, right? I bet your Steelers, your Steelers came back. They beat the Eagles, right? You're down by a lot. Then you came back and won that game. I know no no one's really following, but I bet the Washington team, and that was my first official screw job of the year. Now, they don't play overtimes in these preseason games, So when they're down, what was it, 15-13 to New England, and then going for the two-point conversion, and then the receiver catches it plainly and has both knees down in the end zone, which, as far as I'm concerned, um, when you have your knees down, you don't have to survive the ground after that, as long as you have control up until that point. Well, they reviewed it. The um, announcers were baffled. They took the two points away. And then New England goes on with a minute left. They're they, uh, trying to run out the clock. They get an 80-yard touchdown. Anyway, it was a screw job. I should have won. It should have been a tie. That should have been the end of the game. And we still don't know what a catch is. For God's sakes, what is going on here with the with the rules? Should I Does not be feel, betting these? What am I doing?
2: I, I don't know. Maybe that's a sign, yeah. Maybe it's an <laughs> indication. Like, Or it's like what it must have felt like your forefathers before there was instant replay involved. Like that. Is it, as a gambler... Was like 1983 more satisfying? Like the call on the field stands, but then you see the replay and they're like, they obviously got it wrong. I I guess it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Because the referee.
1: Yeah, yeah, it depends. By the
2: way, I I really don't want to give them the shine that they clearly crave, but no one, I say, as we just talked about with the Olympians you know mm-hmm. water polo with all due respect i think very few examples of people are like you know what i want to do when i grow up water polo is my chosen sport just because there's a lack of access to it no one 0.0% of young people say you know what i want to be i want to be a referee i want to i want to rule over i want to i want to lord the the rule book over people who are more athletic than i is, is a weird thing. And yet, here we go again, Sal. The big takeaway from the first full weekend of preseason football. What are we talking about? The young, talented, high pedigree guy versus the the grizzled vet looking to scratch out a few more wins for, for himself and for his team. No, we're talking about a guy showed too much joy on the field and now they're going to oh, be throwing yeah. the yellow hankies well, I'll, I'll all over the this.
1: field. I'll say this. Whether you strive so. to do it as a youngster or not, I do think um, there's a need for referees because it would be mayhem without them. So let's just okay. say that. Right, you, you do need the officials on the okay. field, okay. <laughs> All right, but uh, we do so need I'm, rules, you're I'm right. Glad there are a handful of that. We need lines on the field,
2: you're right. Otherwise, you, they would just be running in circles.
1: You are, uh, I think referring to it's a viral clip now. There was a 15 yard taunting penalty on a fourth and two. The Colts running back Benny LeMay, good name, good football name. Benny mm-hmm. LeMay, he carries the pile about six or seven yards on uh, actually, it was second and two. I don't know why I said fourth and two. And then he kind of flexes, looks down at his one of the eight guys who try to tackle him and flexes, and the ref's right there with the flag. So bad. So, so bad. Now, here's what I'm thinking. Didn't they do this with a rule change a couple of years ago, and they over it in the preseason, and we were all like, oh, my God, they better not do it. Was it pass interference? It well, passive. it was, what, what was there, it?
2: there. are A lot. It, it's it, it depends on what year you're talking about. Yes, Clay Matthews got dinged a couple of oh, times right, early right. for amazing. the way yeah. he tackled, the way he fell onto the quarterback, and that. Right. They they really well, that was go hard. Regular hardcore. season, though, he got
1: hit. He got that was week like th-
2: two or three, three. cost him yeah, yeah, the yeah. game like as three a matter times of times
1: in four weeks or something. But there was something in the preseason where we're like. Oh my god! This can't, it was lowering
2: be the head was one thing when you're right. when you're making it they, they they get over
1: officious. Hopefully uh, that's the case here because that was garbage and this will uh, it's it's going to be unwatchable if that is a a taunting penalty. It's really nuts. It's I mean, really well, nuts the, but the but what's
2: important to remember, place. Sal, is and yeah. as I I tried to counsel people in the moment um, on Sunday as they were as they were wringing their hands. Just remember, this is what we all want. We want you. We want the referees to be more prominent and we definitely want them inserting themselves to, to tamp down any indication of humanity on the field, any any sign of human emotion. Hey, shame the devil. That these guys would would rejoice for a moment at doing good footballing. I mean, the, thank goodness the referees. We we all crave it, really. Where did this come from? Who was, was 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 Raj watching football one day? Did somebody did the did the Puritans blow in a call? I know. I, well, the Amish in uh, in Pennsylvania don't have phones, so I don't know how they would get reach out. Maybe they they uh, they took some ink and a feather and they they scratched it out and sent it off to the league office and said, "We shame the devil that." we that we these people are showing joy until the robots are ready to go to play our football for us we cannot have them celebrating on the field like this who who asked for this nonsense
1: this is not international chess like if i took your rook and then did a a dance and a couple backflips i be like all right that doesn't look right and it's not part of the game these guys are carrying piles right they, and they work their bodies, right? Like, like, we can't even understand for years and years and years, not even just in the last few weeks and months leading up to the season. For their entire lives, they do this. Do you think they care that they're taunted, that someone's waving a finger in their face? Or on the other side, why shouldn't they be able to celebrate dragging seven men of equal weight with them? It would look weird if they just put the ball down and walked away. Now, Shaq, I'll say this. If this kind of thing leads to brawls, all-out bench-clearing brawls, that's one thing. All right, we want to nip it in the bud. Football's like the best at this. How many bre- – you see more baseball brawls than anything, right? You don't see it with football. What, what, what was the last time we saw? Was it Bengals-Steelers when we saw an all-out all, uh, all out brawl? Maybe Browns. Maybe Browns-Steelers. I see uh-huh. the common denominator, dom- denominator here. It's, uh, it's the Steelers, but with the helmet swinging, whatever it is. But uh, for God's sakes – what is the problem? Like you said, who are we doing this for? The fans who already left, who already who already declared football is dead. Forget right. it. Let them go. What are we doing? Enough. That's not taunting. It's not a penalty.
2: It is right. It's really creating a problem that I don't think anyone perceives there to to, to be a problem. It, it yeah. is really a manufactured. Let's insert ourselves into something that no one. On the big blue marble, any football fan from any corner is is wringing their hands over. Mm-hmm. I, I it, it is crazy. Referees, when you go to a game in Pittsburgh and all those people are waving the yellow towels, they are not celebrating your penalty flags. That's something completely different. Get over yourselves. Please, yeah. recede into the background as much as you possibly can and let the people that we all showed up to watch do their thing, not you. You know
1: what? I'll switch to water polo 24-7 if this continues. I can't watch taunting penalties. You don't see it in water polo. That was fun. That was fun to watch. They seem to get away with whatever they want there. Um, You know who else is getting away with whatever they want? The Ravens. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, and I didn't have the numbers for it. I'm like, oh, Harbaugh seems to try in these games. They won their last 18 preseason games. You did call that. Did you just do that that
2: off the top of your head, or did you— When I said to you, I think that preseason betting is dependent on who the head coach is. Do they want – are they like, hey, a win's a win. We got to – like Mike McCarthy's like, "Eh, hey, Jens, let's go out and win this one. He's like, "Eh, I don't really care if we do. But there are certain coaches who do feel like – a strike in the win column is a is a good one to get for. Emotion I think so
1: too. Yeah, don't get used to losing, right? right. I, I could see that kind of thing, but eighteen in a row is phenomenal. 16, really one is. and one against the spread, and it's not like he keeps Lamar Jackson in the first team in for three and a half quarters. You look at their play and how many guys they hold out. It's pretty similar to the average team. That this is a remarkable. Like when should we? When should this be one of the great? streaks in sports when it hits like 30 because it's pretty for games that people aren't supposed to care about 18 in a row this is now what five seasons four or five bleeding into five or six seasons how is yeah? This no I
2: I think you nailed it did the Lakers winning 35 in a row DiMaggio <laughs> with 56 in this however long this goes those are the those are the three great streaks in sports history I, I don't know it. I mean yeah it's I, I guess it's
1: something when, when should you care about it this week Sal put some money behind it no, go ahead right. I wonder if there's anyone in the world who's like, you know, I don't bet the regular season football. I just bet the Ravens in preseason. I get a nice little nest egg for the holidays, and then I, I watch the regular season. But as far as making money on this sport, it's all Ravens. It's all preseason. Yeah, let's keep an eye on that. You're 16-1-1 against the spread is uh, phenomenal. Well, I, I yeah.
2: really did think about going into the weekend. Because i that's the first I'd ever heard about it. I heard you speculate that John Harbaugh seems to win a lot in the yeah. preseason. But that hard and fast number, I was like, well, this is the one, right? This is when the Saints are going to get him. Now that we've become publicly aware, now is when it falls. Now we're really, really, really aware of it. This yeah. is going to be interesting. I can't wait to hear what Cousin Sal advises. Well, why aren't they
1: laying like eight points against the Panthers or something? Like that? Right, okay.
2: exactly. What's that number going to be? There is going to be actual wagering on this as a result yes.
1: of, of you, among others, bringing it to our attention. This is the week for sure. Um, so, all right, what we see? We mentioned this. You don't want to overreact. Justin Fields probably should start. Went 14 for 20 for 142, although the coach is now saying that Dalton will receive more snaps in the preseason he had a 106.7 passer rating, five rushes, 33 yards in the score. I don't know. All these guys, that, I'm not sure what I would have to see to be like, this guy doesn't have it or this guy. Like, I guess if Zach Wilson threw five interceptions in a row, like, oh, boy, maybe they screwed up. But beyond that, on either side, Trevor Lawrence threw a nice ball. Like I said, Drew Locke and K.J. KJ Hamler's back. I don't know. Even, like, receivers, like, I don't, they'll catch an eight yard pass. The, the D back will fall down and they'll go for 35 yards. And by like, KJ Hamler, I'm not even sure he fits in that description. That's a guy he, I hope he's moving up on your fantasy charts. Like what do we take from all of this stuff? I, 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 I don't know what, what, where you would designate someone a failure or a complete success off of these first couple of games
2: a wise person would take next to nothing away from any of these Uh preseason games, the repetitions. I get why head coaches like it. You have to balance how many reps you're going to give a guy who you want to lean on, especially if he's a a young guy, you know, uh, specifically as a Steeler guy. Yeah. Najee Harris looks great. Now let him not look great again until it starts to matter. What are we doing? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll worry. About if he's a little, if he's a little, and then Roethlisberger, the other one, We've got to get him in there. Tom Brady likes taking snaps, so he like, yeah, Bruce Arians, you should get in the old man's way and say, hey, Tom, get, you're a little senile. It's August. Let's uh, let's wait till September at least. Maybe you'll right. be uh, a little rusty. We'll get over it in the first couple of weeks. It's not worth risking injury here. The thing to take away is, legitimately, in my opinion, it's a bad trend if a young guy a receiver. If the ball hits him in the hands a couple of times and, and he drops it, that can be an issue that goes yeah. on all season. We've seen that happen to some guys. Fumbles, and, yeah. And two fumbles. Young yeah. guys. I, I, I know you've heard me say this, but it really is a major adjustment over the last twenty years in football is that pro level um, defenders are all peanut Tillman. Um, Products. They all are looking to rake the ball away from you. Every Marlon Humphrey on down, he's the best at it now. They all are punching at the ball, and college guys just aren't used to that. I think it's trickling down to college. Yeah, but all they're all about like the NFL defenders are all about get the ball away from the guy, get the ball. And you can tell that they're like, what in the hell are you doing? You can tell the way that some young runners react, like what the hell? All you do is rake at the ball mm-hmm. and they do get fumbleitis early in their career. Those are the two actual takeaways outside of that. There's
1: nothing to learn. I don't have a problem with Justin Fields saying the, the game is slower than he thought but he probably shouldn't have said it <laughs> yeah. i think he's asking for trouble doing that but um i i did look i, I like when anyone's honest right yeah I, I fine by
2: me and of course it was a major mistake and i thought and you know you can't really it's hard right now to beat the broncos up because at the draft you thought well, the the Broncos aren't taking Justin Fields because they are getting Aaron Rodgers. That's the one
1: thing I would like to know. Like, the one secret from the preseason I would like to know. Did Denver, how much did they think they were getting Aaron Rodgers? Because that, and would it have changed there? It seems like that's the case, right? But maybe this, we're getting Aaron Rodgers thing was just fabricated by us and uh, Mark Schlereth.
2: We need to, um, remember that show about, like, 10, 12 years ago that was on TV with the lie detector. We need to get that for, uh, for pro sport, for all sports, like Kyle Shanahan, like you're really going to take Mac Jones at three. Uh. Is that really what you're talking about here? No more of this jive. We don't need the the smoke screens anymore. Just like, just shoot straight with us coach and and otherwise. Sure. Justin Fields, um, should have gone to the Broncos. It, it is in hindsight now I mean, I don't know, then people are, oh, Drew Locke looked good, so now I can't open my mouth about it, but of course, what we just saw in week one of the preseason doesn't matter come come September, but yeah, if Drew Locke slash Teddy B aren't good, at what point are Broncos fans going to be like, hey, uh, exactly what in fresh hell did go on in yeah. the draft that you didn't take Justin Fields? Why do we have this defensive back and and we've got Teddy B who right. doesn't throw the ball past six yards down the field in a division that includes Mahomes and Herbert? They now right. have to start Drew Locke. I mean, this would be even juicier AFC West if we if uh, the Broncos didn't make that pick. Very weird. John Elway, I know he, stepped, he receded from drafting QBs, but that Broncos mm-hmm. thing for an organization that went Elway – and Peyton Manning, they can't figure out the QB
1: thing no, it's is, uh, the greatest. is ironic. Well, that's why we thought Aaron Rodgers is such a, a, right. a nice fix, right? It, everything made sense for it, except that they never ended up signing. I have a new perspective, Dave, though, on this preseason and what games mean anything and what don't. Um, and I know Eddie Spaghetti's probably a little bummed because Notre Dame legend Ian Book ended up 9 for 16 for 126 with an interception, you know, pedestrian numbers. But it was against the Ravens. It was against the greatest preseason team of all time. So he should be happy. Those are the only stats that can count. Like, yeah, yeah, great, yeah. His 9 for 16 doesn't, you know, stack up to Jordan Love's 12 for 17 or, you know, whatever. uh, Nathan Peterman's 29 for 39. Or I think Trubisky had a decent game in there. But it was against the Ravens, like I said, the greatest, the gold star for preseason football teams. So there you go, Spaghetti. That's exciting
2: well spaghetti also thinks he and book should be the starter or or uh is interested in at least him getting his shot the 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 rumor out there with the Saints is that they are in fact going to roll with taysom hill which just seems absolutely yeah, local to me. and it does improve what I've told you I know that the Buccaneers have all 22 back they won the Super Bowl Carolina Panthers, plus 900, Sal. I don't want to say it too loud. We don't get a good look at Darnold once again. I, That's yeah. the way you do it, Matt Rule. You don't show your hand. Don't put the guys out there. Then show go vanilla all through the don't month of Don't even play him
1: the first 10 weeks. See what happens. No, yeah, no. I, uh, well, we're going to get to that because we have these uh, finishers, and Tampa Bay is uh, is one of mine. Uh, it's it's going to be a stunning one, I think. But I think Ooh, it's, there's value in it. Ooh, exciting. Um, Juicy other- promise. A couple other things I want to get to in the NFL. Tebow's block. Um, You know, it's so funny. On Fox Bet Live, Clay Travis, if you want him to play, you'll make any excuse to, you know, make make it so that Tim Tebow's a nice choice and everything. Oh, look what he's doing. Oh, he's distracting from Trevor Lawrence. If nothing else, Urban Meyer knows what he's doing. Tim Tebow could be an addition no matter where you put him. And then Clay Travis went the extra mile and said on Fox Bet Live, they could use him as an aggressive blocker. And I was like, okay, timeout. Where is there any proof that this guy could do any kind of blocking, let alone aggressive blocking? Where is it? He's like, I never even said that. This was a few days later. I'm like, oh, really? Let's roll the tape. And there he is, that big mouth going off about aggressive blocking. And then we see the meme and the video of him like, what was it, like a spin move? He did a spin move on offense to get away from a block. Basically. They're too
2: straight. In fact, our pal Jeff Schwartz tweeted out the the, the play that play. followed yeah. oh, the one that's yes. made its rounds now. Yeah, they're mm-hmm. both atrocious. It's really, <laughs> I I don't even know how to explain what happened. It was like a ma- It really was like right. two pluses on a magnet touching each other. Like they just reject each other. They they get mm-hmm. very close and then just kind of bounce and go off in their own right. directions. It it looked like somebody who is not accustomed to blocking people, which yeah. I guess Tim Tebow isn't. He's been standing out in an outfield all by himself for the last few years. And prior to that, he was trying to avoid people tackling him or making physical contact Yeah, this contact makes with sense.
1: Him. You can only get so mad at him because he doesn't know how to, he doesn't block. This is not what, what he,
2: he what He's not even a good blocker. Like, it's a, it, what he would be good at is the, it, but that's a two-man thing like that you right. do in school. Like, the one guy blocks the person and then the other guy kneels down behind him and the, you know, you fall well, that's over. A fun game. The guy, yeah. like, when he goes down on his one knee, right? He, Tebow, he'd be good at that. But somebody still has to do the actual push
1: of yes, the Yes, that's true. You know? Yeah, so they have to create an extra, even in another roster spot for that. Look, we could have fun with this and say it doesn't really matter and whatever. But I have, you know, everybody who thinks these one-and-two-win teams, the Jaguars, the Jets, whoever else, that, you know, when you say they're going to go under five wins or under four wins, and people look at you like you have uh, 17 eyes, like, uh, yeah, that's a big jump for any one or two win team to go to six and like and there's already coaches in place that I know are not going to make a difference. But if you're signing Tim Tebow to your roster, that's a bad sign. It's just yes. a bad it's a bad signing and it's a bad sign that your your team doesn't really know what it's doing and its priorities are out of whack. So let's see. I think the cuts are coming. Let's get from 100 to 83 this week. I'm pretty sure it's this week. I, not,
2: not. I do think that's an interesting point. Yes, it's a, within uh, the next few hours, we'll see everybody start to cut down. And yeah. that's where it really starts to get dispiriting. If you're in competition with Tebow for, you know, for third tight end on the Jacksonville Jaguars right. 2021, if that guy beats you out now, I mean, I don't know. I, you know, I, I get it that, Herb wants to show one of his success stories up close to his new collection yeah. of fellas. Like, hey, see, look at what I did with this guy, and like, you know, but. It's, it's officially now gotten too far, and it will really get crazy and get sideways if, if Tebow is not one of the first cuts after that display.
1: You know what, Urban? You can get him a Super Bowl ring eventually. There, there are people who had nothing to do with the organizations that get Super Bowl rings somehow. Just don't put him on the roster. It's fine. We get it. He's your buddy. It's uh, it's not going to work out. Um, one other thing that I want to talk about. Oh, the fight in the stands. Yes. Uh, this thank is you for big. bringing that up. The, the Rams, The this is... Uh, Uh, It was entertaining to no end, but it's also uh, – it's demoralizing too because I like to – I now have to convince myself to go to games. When you have a nice television, right, and you're home and you have all the snacks at your disposal that you want and you have eight games at a time in the early like and you don't want to deal with traffic, all right, convince me. Oh, SoFi is a great – beautiful stadium. I've heard only great things about it. And then you see this nonsense. This one guy takes on three – Guys, And it looks like it's dying down. And then from the other angle, you see this woman reach out and and throws a soda at the man who was distracted for a second. And then he still starts going off. And then the three guys beat the hell out of him.
2: But he three uh, stood that the big guy who was on yeah. the receiving end of the soda pop gave him uh, 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 the three Stooges, like Mo taking on uh, Larry and Curly, gave him like, he wiped out the whole row with one backhand. Yeah, he tried to give
1: just- like a Ric Flair chop to the solar plexus. Yeah, right. He tried to get all uh, out of there.
2: That was kind of funny. But but then again, my for real, my takeaway is, and this applies to NBA guys who decide to throw hands too, from those mm-hmm. guys on down to the fans in the stands. I think the greatest deterrent would be to just show themselves the vi- show them the video of themselves they think they look like mike tyson uh, t- uh knocking out michael spinks mm. instead it's their actual asses they you're not I, I don't mean figurative asses your literal yeah. asses are half hanging out and you look <laughs> not exactly like you've ever thrown a hand in violence at all it's kind of like that's simultaneous. Well, you see it in bars all the time. One that, of them like, was punching I'm the gonna guy hit in, the, you.
1: In, the, in the ass.
2: I'm going to hit you while also trying to not get hit by you, which leads to that yeah. very kind of like, what kind of right. very unathletic, pathetic looking attempt to to hit somebody. Yeah, the one guy got his literal ass beat. I and mean, what, what are we? You you I'm look st- ridiculous. Nobody is standing back. People, th- you can but you can feel in their heads how how tough they per- they, they appear to be. You are not uh, Philo Beto right. in a in a bare knuckle brawl. Everybody, you you look like a ridiculous ass. Well, now, please stop it. Y-
1: yes, and I uh, and uh, again, like I'm not defending this woman in any way, but I think. I think there's a little bit of like, hey, we can't really go after women on social media. So when we find one that we can, we're going to go all out. And so I, I see a lot of the sports pundits really leaning into this. She should never be allowed at a game like, all right, maybe that's so. All these clowns should be – let them all take some time off, right? Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know. She threw yeah. – but I, can I say
2: something to you, sure. Sal? I don't Go know. On. Like, I don't know who in your family, I'm trying to run through my head, who goes there and is a diehard Cowboys fan along, or yeah. Metropolitan's fan, a woman in your family. Mm-hmm. this That hit close to home for me because my sister, Amy, um, is like that lady. Now, I've never seen her throwing soda pops at anybody, right. but she is definitely. Really? And just like those fans, for the record, it was Chargers versus Rams, but those were Ram that was Ram on Ram crime. They must have been arguing, like, I couldn't Doc out, Hodges is better than Matthew Stafford. I don't yeah. know what the argument, because they were all Rams people. That's what my sister does. She sits in, th- in Heinz Field in big mm. games and scolds fans around us. It, and, it, and I always say, like, will you please shut your yap? Because <laughs> you ain't the one who's going to be on the right. wrong end of, of the punch here. It's It's right. going to be me. She's like... At playoff games, people will be like, dude, I can't believe it. Let's Maybe we should just get out of here, dude, because the, the Patriots is whipping the Steelers. They're up three touchdowns. Let's just call it – and my sister will turn around to those people, the drunk 25-year-old yinzers, and be like, you know what? Maybe you should go then. If you can't stand by the team in this moment, <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Will you shut up? You can't talk stuff. I'm going to be the one who gets beaten up, not you. So I did relate to – to the people who are down on the lady who was the mix yeah, throwing is your the soda, is in.
1: half her ass exposed when she's doing, then they're probably not. No, right? I the to... end
2: of the story is Damashek oh. with it with his batocks out for the world, getting spanked, but with terrible towels and fists.
1: Well, the same team crime is 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 worse and mo- more even disheartening for a sissy like me who doesn't now want to go to games because it's like, all right, as long as I don't wear the opposite colors of um, the home team, I should be okay, right? No. Not the case. Doesn't matter. Everyone's nope. looking for a fight all the time. <laughs> people haven't been out of their house in a year and a half, and now we're gonna have to pay for it. And uh, but guys are getting taunting penalties on the field, and yet security is not anywhere to be found for this whole uh, ten minute melee. That's Lots the takeaway.
2: Sal. there, we're we're really boiling <laughs> it down further and further and further until yeah. like I I can maybe stomach about six people on the planet or That's everybody true. else. Is just like just keep them away from me. too much yeah. trouble. Too much. I'm trouble.
1: with you. All right, listen, back to the good stuff, making money on football. Fandle, like I said, has the exact finishing positions for every team in the NFL. And I asked you, are there any that we love aside from the Texans? I, by the way, I don't even, I'm don't i not even positive the Texans are fourth. But anyway, the Lions finishing fourth, people like the Jets finishing fourth. You can go first, second, third, fourth on all the odds. Now, you have teams to win the division. That's another way you can maybe, a little, little glitch, as check, you found out, Team to win the division, not necessarily the same odds as team to finish first in these exact uh, finishing position props. So uh, you throw one at me. I have two that I like. You throw one at me, and then I'll go.
2: Well, to your point, yeah. I think so. The value is, Sal, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I like the Chargers, as I've said, ad nauseum, to win the AFC West there, better value to bet the Chargers to win the division than to bet them to finish exactly in first place. Now, the way to bet that in then is case, for yeah. the value is bet the Chiefs to finish second mm-hmm. at +310. Still, though, I think the better value is Chargers uh to win the division because okay. I think that's still 550, I think. Um so here here's here's a juicy one. Seahawks fourth place +290. Wow. That division like that. is a brute. That division is a misery. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's going to win it. It's equally as difficult to figure out who's going to finish in fourth. And if you buy that the Cardinals, and I was talking with someone who knows her stuff, uh, who who a lot of us believe in quite a bit about her pro football prognostications. And she was like, you really buy Cliff Kingsbury? Because that's what it really comes down to. I don't know if I, if it, I do like Kyler Murray and the collection of talent they have. Seahawks regress to fourth plus two hundred and ninety.
1: Interesting. I didn't want to touch that division. I really don't. I kind of want to just sit back and watch it as best I can. Mm. It would make sense. So all right. So we're looking at that division specifically. Where is it here? Okay. Oh, it's. I'll have to go through each one. So Arizona is. By the way, oh oh, let me
2: let me interrupt you about that division. Sorry, before you go on talk about overreacting. Trey Lance should be the starting quarterback for the mm. for the Niners. I think that is definitely one of those situations where Kyle Shanahan's like, "How long can I get by before I feel absolutely positively compelled based on season context to put the kid in there? I can't wait another game." Um Everybody's overreacting though to the one Trey Lance throw sure, right now. I think the Rams. This is the best spot if you really like them to win the division. This is the best chance you're going to have to bet them now because people are overreact. Oh, Niners are going to go undefeated with Trey Lance. Anyway, proceed. Yeah, I like some, the Rams to win the division. That's a. This is the best chance you're going to get. That's going what I had them
1: to. And Arizona is expected to finish fourth at plus one fifteen. So you like Seattle at fourth. At plus two sixty, it just goes to show you there. Everyone's expecting these teams to be like within a game of each other. Mm-hmm. If Seattle, uh, perennial playoff team, ten plus wins every year, four to the last five, something like that. If to, that they're plus two sixty to finish in fourth, goes to show you how great this division is. I'm going to jump back, Shaq, and I agree with you. The Chargers are not going to finish second in the Uh-oh. AFC West. They're going to finish third. And I like the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh my goodness! Uh, no, you set, don't. Not to win the division, to finish second. We forget hey. how crazy this team is. Like they were six and three last year to start the season. They just gotta have to. They just have to tighten up the second half. I know it's easier said than done. Uh, they were six and two on the road. Um, you know I know they have a tough schedule, but they scored at least thirty in eight games. If you look at Carr's number. 4,100 yards of career high, 4,103, 69%, third best percentage. You know, Jacobs over 2,000 yards in the last two seasons combined. You got Waller, who could be a top five tight end, not even a tight end of all time. One of five tight ends of all time, 100 plus receptions, 1,100 plus yards. You got Gus Bradley, defensive coordinator. I think they're going to make some noise. Ngakwe Hayward added, Malik Collins out. Um, Yeah, I like they the Raiders They screwed up in the draft. Case. Plus 440. They always screw up. I know they took Leatherwood early. I get it. They always screw up. I just think they're going to be in it. I have a lot of teams in the AFC at 9 and 8, and I haven't sorted out who gets like the second and third wild card. I have, I think, five teams at 9 and 8.
2: I was just going to say that to you. Right. Yeah. Again, this is this is what happens, Sal. We can talk ourselves into just about every team. And I'll you know, tell you what a lot of people are talking themselves into right now is the Jacksonville mm-hmm. Jaguars um, winning that division. But uh, as one of those yeah. fun flyers that people are trying to um, – Well, they're they're
1: having difficulty deciding if a guy who completely can't block should make the offense as a tight end. So that's
2: served. You know what? Pump the brakes. I I, I don't think Herb is playing four dimensional chess like people give him credit for doing. And look at what he's, look at how Tebow's getting all the slings and arrows while Trevor Lawrence gets to do his thing. But yes, um, yeah, in a vacuum, the Raiders are, you can make a pretty compelling case. Then again, Look at the Chiefs. That's who they're in a division with. Yeah. And they're also in a division with that Chargers team. That is loaded sound. By the way, the Broncos are really good, too. Second play.
1: I'm not saying they're winning it. Second place, plus 440. I think they're in the the hunt for second place with a few weeks left. I just think that's a decent number. Do you have another one for uh, best finish? I I have another one I could throw at you if you want.
2: Ravens, third place, plus 390. I've told you that the Steelers are. What do you laugh?
1: Well, your team has to, your team second. has to be better than they're expected to be. Doesn't necessarily to have
2: third. to be. Maybe the Steelers will stink, like so many have said. And Joe well, Burrow not, in sophomore year is gonna is gonna uh, soar, yeah. and it'll be a battle for Ohio in the AFC North, and maybe the the Bengals will climb the ladder a little bit. Right. They do have the fourth place schedule. I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Steelers are going to finish second. I just am not. I keep turning to people smarter than I. To say, tog me into this Ravens team and no one can do it. They're, they're, they have legit questions more, believe it or not, than, the, than their arch rival, Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers finally have more depth at the line of scrimmage than the Ravens do. That is what swings that head to head. Ergo, Steelers over Ravens and the Browns looking down at both this year.
1: All right. I 390. Mean, That's to- a nice value for the this- Ravens. But this is what they do. They dominate the preseason like no one's business. Then right. they find a way to win 11, 12, whatever it is in the regular season. And then they score, what was it, 15 total points or nah, average points? Rashad in the Bateman. Uh, Bateman was going to help swing it around. Now that it's now okay. it's
2: Sammy Watkins, who plays about uh, one-third of all available all right. games. So, like, I mean, anyway,
1: you know. Third place. Line, all right, that's fun. So what were the odds for that?
2: Plus 390.
1: 390. All right, so we're getting right around the 400s. Here's one. No one's going to like the bucks to finish second in the NFC South. You get almost like three it. to one odds plus two ninety. I don't know who takes it. check. You say maybe Carolina. I went on a limb and took Atlanta, even though their defense was pitiful last year. Um, people still like the saints talk about offensive lines, widely regarded the best in the league. If they can figure out what they want to do at quarterback, a lot of people also don't think whatever they decide Hill or Winston is a downgrade from uh, last year's drew Brees, but it, a lot of it points to the Bucks potentially being in second place. Whatever, they'll roll through as a wild card again and probably make it to the conference championship. I like my odds, almost three to one, at the Bucks to finish second. I I, I do
2: think that's one of the more intriguing places to look for these uh, w- when you're trying to figure out NFC and um, NFC South and everything. As a reminder, I understand that it takes a minute for Tom Brady to um, integrate into. The Bucks 2020 mm-hmm. um, team, but you know they didn't win the. For the record, they didn't win the division a year ago, right. so it's not insane to suggest five that losses. the Buccaneers might not win it again.
1: Yep, I don't know, five primetime games. You know, they uh, their extra games are Chicago at Indy and at Rams. Uh, what the what if they finish East? third?
2: Wouldn't you What's be it? bummed if you bet that and you get it at plus 290 and they finish third they come behind third. the Panthers? Well, and I'm thinking
1: thousands. I could probably hedge at I mean, what? That, that's the point, right? Are you in this bet with three weeks left? Are you in this bet by week 14? Are you still alive? I, I think everything we mentioned today I think is still alive, has uh, life in uh, December. I
2: right? want to mention one more to you, Sal. It's fun to talk, you know, baseball and uh, Aqui or uh, H2 throw, mm. whatever you choose to call it. Um, but it's football is what's on my brain. We're, I mean, we're two weeks or so away from college football, yep. games that count, as a matter of fact. I'm going to watch the crap out of that Nebraska-Illinois game. Week one, that's well, it. Now you know? that we
1: know now that we know those uniforms were a, a fraud, we could watch the crap out yes,
2: of it. Yes, thank goodness. Yeah. Yes, amen to that. Um, but I'm, I'm in, Sal. I'm not waiting another minute. I mentioned it on minus three. I mentioned it to you now. Two team teaser. Here we go. Me and Eddie Spaghetti at odds because Ooh. I'm because look. And by the way, people, I I get it on social media and otherwise from people like, oh, so mean, to Eddie Spaghetti. Please, I talk to him about his weight because I'm worried about my friend. He's slowly but surely eating himself to death, and that's not a laughing matter. I'm trying to help him. The rest okay. of you
1: are. I apologize him. for laughing. I didn't know it's it was not laughing. funny
2: to laugh at that. What's yeah. what's happened to his body is tragic. It's nothing short of a tragedy what he's done to himself. Um, now, he and he and I are going to join forces though on this one. Here's where we agree,
4: yeah. and we
2: also argue about Saquon Barkley and how dumb that pick was at the time. Now that's rearview mirror stuff. New yeah. York Giants at home, they're getting a, they're getting a point and a half from uh, against Drew Locks Broncos. Let's tease that up to plus seven and a half. Let's turn them into. A, a, a more than a touchdown dog mm-hmm. on on home field. And the Pittsburgh Steelers up at Buffalo are plus seven. Tease that one up to plus 13. Oh, they don't lose like by 10. The Steelers lose games, obviously, and according to most prognosticators, they're going to lose a lot this year. They they don't lose by two touchdowns very often.
1: Uh, well, here's what I'll say. Coward, I- to Tomlin, that just doesn't happen very much. Look it up. I like, uh, I love the teasers more than anybody. And people making fun of me making teasers in the preseason. But I don't know, uh, just like you, I see plus one and a half. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get a touchdown. What what do I have to, what do I care about one and a half? That's a nonsense line anyway. No one's going to cover that. You're you're picking the winner unless you tease it to plus seven and a half. Like, oh, I have a free score to work with here. Um, That said, they say wait, see, wait and see week one. Why would you combine two teams? You're, you're really pressing your luck in week one. You should mm-hmm. wait and see how they play and then overreact wildly in week two. And that's where you really get beat. But um, hmm. aside from that, uh, that bit That's of like advice- when you say, who's going to cover that? That's like a normal
2: size blanket trying to cover Eddie Spaghetti's <laughs> right. ample frame. It, it doesn't happen. It just it's a not, huge cover. Got it right. right.
1: All right. Look, I, I'm going to get gonna one of them yet. jumbo
2: 9 by 12 rugs. <laughs> one of those giant area rugs that you get at Target or whatever and cover up Eddie Spaghetti. Good didn't luck. He
1: come off as fat. I don't care what the doctors say. I saw him a couple weeks ago and he didn't look fat to his me. His
2: own doctor! His own doctor's cracking wise about his
1: weight. I mean, that's outrageous. Spaghetti, I think. what do you think? Maybe the doctor should apologize. It's a
2: violation of his hippo rights.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I am gonna uh, I have to speak to him later for a quick appointment because I have uh, I have a cold that won't go away. So I'm really crossing my fingers here that he does not crack any more jokes and oh. like, hey man, how's the how's the diet been? Like I don't I don't need any of that. Are
1: you re- physically able to cross your fingers when you say you're gonna cross your fingers?
0: <laughs> oh yeah, fingers okay. still flexible. Yeah, don't worry.
1: Okay. He's
2: cold because they threw him in the meat locker. They thought he was one of those giant <laughs> sides of beef that Balboa used to beat up in front of his fight with Creed. <laughs> Like, right, no, I'm a human
1: see- being, please. We got, uh, we've we gone way too long here, and we still, I still want to get through a couple of baseball all things. Right. First of all, the Field of Dreams game was the most watched in 16 years. Um, it has to be a regular season game, right? I mean, World Series, playoff games had to be. Bar- uh, I enjoyed it. I'm an idiot. I didn't think there'd be a fence, and I thought, like, you hit it into the corn, and it's a ground rule double. Jeff Schwartz, like, joked about that. I was like, no, I thought that's how it was actually going to be.
2: I did too. Was like, I was, you know, right? I, I didn't like, yeah. I, right. They could have figured that out for one game. Why was there a wall yeah. back there? I that and, and the Geico
1: that. sign. Like, all right, get rid of that. Can't they do the thing that they do in golf with the split screen? Like scrap everything of the advertisements, at least for this one game thing. Why do we have to stare at Geico? The nostalgia is ruined but there's a way right away to, there. Do the split a screen and run a commercial for 30 seconds during the game while you're watching the game and then make it full screen and make the commercial go away. Or right. make
2: them period appropriate. You could make a Geico sign that looks like it was made in 1920. Yeah, right. Why well, does it have to look like two thousand? Uh, like 2021 That's to take so me out of the, the thing? Yeah, right. I didn't care for it. But yeah, uh, pretty cool. And I do think like a lot of people are floating now. I mean, they'll probably now make this like a, the outdoor hockey game. They'll probably do this every year, right? Very good,
1: yes. But, you know, Kevin Costner might after, you know. Three years, be like, all right, guys, I'm not, I'm not going to Iowa again. That's enough. You you get it. You can do this without me. (laughs) I got paid
2: uh, to go there by the movie production company. You see, right? You don't have people
1: walking out of the corn. There's a fence. You realize you put a fence up that flies in the face of everything. You know, all right. So anyway, there's that. The Yankees won that game. They're back on track. I think they're two and a half out of the wild card now. Two and a half uh, behind the Red Sox. Garrett Cole comes back today. He's COVID cleared. Zach Britton doesn't want to close spaghetti. I don't deserve it. Take me out. What do we think about this? I appreciate the honesty. I bet you and meatballs, you're having a heart attack every time he he jumps on the bump to preserve a three-run lead. But to actually say, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore, a little strange, something we haven't heard in a while.
0: People are already calling for, like, why is it going to close? Like, Britton was a closer years back. Then he yeah. got kind of comfortable in the role, being, like, the third guy before the end because, like, they would have the the setup guy, and then usually you're used to Chapman coming in. But, yeah, Britton does not have it. No one trusts him anymore. You're, you're really on the edge of your seat watching him pitch.
1: Yeah, not me. I love it. I'm, I'm uh, way back in the seat. I don't care. But, check. what about just saying, uh, yeah, this is not for me? Um, should we then dig into the contract and say, hey, uh, this kind of says we put you wherever we want to it
2: well it does kind of prove it, it the difference between michael jordan and kobe bryant and all other pro level basketball players is and they refer to that like everybody acts like they want the ball in the mm. big spot but then when it comes up like the the, the people there is a high percentage of uh, guys who kind of uh, recede into the background like homer simpson into the um, into those uh, cornfields—the uh, famous meme, yeah, or GIF. What a GIF! I don't know which, but anyway, um, I guess yeah, I guess that's uh, the takeaway. Is uh, thanks for the honesty. We won't make that mistake again in a yeah, big exactly. spot. Yeah, I well, guess. I'm, I'm i not know you are not
1: gonna pull a Trevor Bauer. Well, pulling a Trevor Bauer means something different now. But you're not when we go to take you out. You're not gonna fire the ball over the center field fence. Uh, into the corn. But I mean uh, like yeah, but, Jimmy Chitwood.
2: Yeah. I guess the last bit of honesty with that was like when the kid's like, we're gonna use Jimmy Chitwood as a de- as a decoy. And then right. wasn't it the kid who was gonna get the shot? It was like uh, like like you could tell he didn't want it and Chitwood's like, I'll make it. Yeah you don't want what what you want what you really don't want is your guy going like I'll make it and then he misses it. Zach right. Britton's like Zach Britton basically said like I'll miss it. You know, right. basically what he said. So, like, it, don't don't put me out there because I will miss it. It's That's one a less Damoshek headache for the manager,
1: to, for Boone, right, before he gets let go unceremoniously. That's my, my whole goal what are you in life, Sal. He doesn't even want to be in the game. What? How could I leave him in the game? You know.
2: Precisely. That's right. what you want. See, Britain and Damashek, now that I think about it, we park our cars in the same garage. <laughs> Set expectations nice and low. Then nobody can say, like, you said you were going to. No, I didn't. No, s- no, no, I told Shit. you I stink. I told you I'm lousy. You deal with it.
1: You can't set expectations low. We, you, you like me, have had that dream. Tie game, bottom of the ninth, bases loaded. See what I'm doing here, on Fanduel Sportsbook. Very World, professional. You get more than one shot to swing for the fences. Fanduel is letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to one thousand dollars back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. It only gets better from there. Check out Fanduel's new promo live every Tuesday. Five dollar Dinger Tuesday. They should call it Spaghetti Ding- Dinger they Tuesday. They really right should. Now, right. Place a twenty-five dollar more wager on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday. Get a five dollar bonus and site credit for every home run hit in the game. Max twenty-five dollars. Spaghetti, you you hit on all the. I don't know. Uh, is it is it? It's become more than just taking uh, one of the lumberjacks that p- wears pinstripes now for your five dollar dinger Tuesday win. Although, who did you have? Did you have Gallo last I, week?
0: I had last week. I hit three, which is crazy. Holy I hit crap. uh Lowe and the Rays, and then I gave out. Um, a, 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 tea, uh, a parlay, three-legged or four-legged parlay on Oof. the uh, minus three. And I got both Jose Abreu and Aaron Judge in the Field of Dreams game, so I had a pretty good week last week.
1: God bless you. Do you have one for tomorrow or do you want to save it for minus three? We're recording this. Go Monday. ahead. Spread Although the it's good un- word,
2: Spaghetti. We're bleeding the Tuesday. Here. Yeah. If you want to give us multiples, give us multiples. I think those Dodger bats are due to hit a few in Chavez Ravine. The Buccos are... In town, Dude, will I be uh, there to hey, watch them?
1: Mets by ten runs yesterday. Uh,
2: yep. uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeez, that's a good. Oh, are place you going? To look oh, spaghetti. that's right.
1: Oh wait, both our How teams. How am I visit? going?
2: Am I going to wait a see minute, the Pirates
1: and Mets uh, visit LA this week?
2: Yeah. Wow. Uh, will I be out there to watch the Buckos? No, I won't.
1: Really? I have to go. I promise these um, idiot kids of mine two games out of the four that the Mets are playing. The Dodgers. I'm I'm praying that we could uh I can get away with one. Terrible. Uh, really fell apart I might take
2: I might take uh, the two Jean Claude Van Damishek and uh and the little fella out to um Chavez Ravine for Labor Day. All right. I, I, although I really do try to work, I like I, I don't wanna accept the man's lame effort of a of a so called gift of a day off to celebrate work. I just philosophically don't like it. I like to work right. on late. That might
1: day. be. We might be looking ahead here too much. I get I, I, I
2: hear you. Okay. Why don't go you ahead. go this
1: week? Go this week. Take them. It's before football. And- what well, I want to torture
2: myself and go watch the Pirates play baseball.
1: Uh, just, you know what? Throw a soda at someone. Mix it. Up. Pull your pants down. <laughs> Mix it up a little.
2: All um- right. We've bought you time, Eddie Spaghetti. Lay it on us. Who's going <laughs> yard on well- Tuesday?
0: Yeah, I was trying to delay because the, the Yankees have a doubleheader on Tuesday versus the Red Sox, and they oh. have. I, I'm pretty sure Luis Gill is pitching the first game as a, a young guy. Has The Red Sox haven't versed him yet, so I could see one of their big bats. I could, you know, Rafael Devers, who's known to hit the long ball. I could see him hitting one uh, in that game, maybe Jada Martinez, but I'll, I'll stick with Devers. I think he's going to go uh, go yard in right. the first one. And I know in the second game, he has gone yard off of Jordan Montgomery, too, who's uh, pitching in the second head of the doubleheader, so – I think it's gonna be a, a field day for the Red Sox batters with a young Yankees pitcher there. They I go.
2: want you That's to say tomorrow. it though with more say it more convincing, Spaghetti. Like Sal should like they should become a thing like every Tuesday. Like Eddie Spaghetti should be like Namath before Super Bowl three.
0: Guarantees
1: it? Yeah. Hey, Dever's going to go yard, I guarantee it. He won't watch the Giants in the playoffs if Dever's doesn't go yard something like that. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Well, it's hey, pretty it's pretty tough giving out a Red Sox batter to go yard uh, you know, versus true. my Yankees, so it's that's like true. this one I'm uh, I'm reluctantly giving out.
1: Okay. Yeah, just silently uh celebrating to the side. There's a His reason FanDuel Sportsbook is America's number one sports book. Their app is simple to use. They've got great odds, all different betting markets and when you win, FanDuel pays you your winnings in as little as twenty four hours. Just download the Fandle Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code extra points to get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook promo code extra points. By the way, I just want to point out here, uh, with the baseball, the Orioles have now lost by one and a half or more runs, and we're gonna give our picks in about thirty seconds here. By one and a half or more runs, they've lost eleven games in a row by two or more runs. Why don't we just say two or more and not by one and a half or more? Because that's not gonna happen. Um and some people make fun of the National League East. We don't have, like, a, a, a shit team to beat up on, like the Orioles. Everyone just kicks the crap out of them. And, yeah, that's why the top three teams in the AL East are seven games. Those wins have to go somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. So that's right. why everyone's seven games over 500, at least, uh, in the AL East. Um, again, that's the not you – know, I, I got on the, the Penguins playing the Sabres 19 times. Same thing with the Yankees and what the Red Sox did to the Orioles this weekend. It's not even baseball anymore what they're playing. Yeah,
2: I hear you. It's a. a, a is it? I didn't know that it had gotten that grim for. Um,
1: for Brother Bry is leaning on betting against the one and a half every single betting against the Orioles every day, and he's doing it again. Um, well, that's check. on
2: one coast. I'll, I'll yes. jump in then. That's one black and orange team on one coast as we fly over Cincinnati. Kudos to the Bengals. They jazzed up their black and orange uniforms. They're a little bit better than they used to be. All the mm. way out to the left coast, the San Francisco Giants. I'm sorry, Sal. Yeah, mm. Kevin Gosman hasn't been um. great. He was kind of on a Cy Young adjacent trajectory. Maybe he still can get in there with some big starts, some quality starts. But it's the Metropolitans, and they've become—I'm sad to say—a yeah. get-right team. The Giants playing good ball at home. Gosman uh, lay the the run and a half there on the Giants.
1: Yeah, I hate that. I mean, sorry, uh, you're, you're right. No, listen. Yeah, but here's the thing: with a lot of these favorites, the Giants, Dodgers, you know, the Yankees. Now you have to lay the run and a half. It, it's two. Garrett Cole's minus two ninety. You can't just take the straight line, right? Tampa Bay. Against those Mm. miserable Orioles, minus 275. I was looking for something in the middle. You took the Giants for 220. You got them laying a a run and a half at minus 106. That's not bad. I don't know. I'm taking a garbage game. I've been so bad with these. I wish I could have uh, some uh, confidence. But I'm taking the Cleveland Indians for as long as we can call them that. Plus 110. It was 108 last night. It's plus 110. I've been so bad. But. Uh, 11-0 win against Detroit yesterday. A near no-hitter by Tristan McKenzie the other day. Now they have Cal Quantrill's on the mound. 3-2 and with a 313 ERA over the last six. They've hit two or more homers in eight, 38 games this year in 27-11, those matchups, and hit 10 in the last 10 games. I like them to go in and beat the Minnesota Twins. Take it at plus 108, or plus 110. All right, let, let's get a win, Shaq. I mean, for God's sakes, can't we just give... Somebody, a Monday win? I've been holding us back, I think.
2: So the Guardians it is. The
1: Guardians it is, yes. <laughs> Cleveland Guardians. Good Guardians Lord. of traffic. Yeah, it's fun. I mean,
2: what the hell? Did they think that we weren't going to find out that it, that's what it was in reference to? Oh, yeah, it's our famous statues uh, that are uh, at the city limits. It's the Guardians of, of traffic. Maybe no one will figure it out. Yeah, maybe it was, it was
1: on the down low. All right, Cleveland. check. Minus three. You got two episodes, you have one coming out tomorrow, and then yeah. one on Thursday with Kevin Hench. Always a yeah. lot of fun.
2: Yep, yep. We'll have a couple minus threes for you there. Go back and listen to last week's. In the meantime, we uh, we got into some heavy props and uh, uh, an even heavier Eddie
1: Spaghetti. Oh, it's too bad. All right, everyone prayers out to Eddie Spaghetti. Maybe we change it from spaghetti. It's too carb-heavy, and it, it, it's inspiring him to, um, you know, stay away from salads. That might be the problem. It's a nickname you gave him, Shaq. That was his yeah. ultimate demise. It, it uh,
2: might be Eddie Linguini veering towards Eddie Lasagna. We ain't against
1: careful. all odds on Tuesday, we did the AFC the last two weeks. Um, on Tuesday, we'll do the NFC East, and Thursday, we'll cover the NFC North. I don't know. Everyone should have the cow. We could skip Tuesday's episodes. Cowboys win the NFC East. I don't know what needs to be said about it, but we'll go over over-unders. We'll go over um Prop bets. Did you see that
2: throw game. by Jalen
1: Hurts? <laughs> so crazy. Look, it's football. We got to be excited about it. I know people go. People tend to never learn their lesson with preseason, like they never learn their lesson with elections and everything else. So, what are you gonna do? Uh, and that's that. Another episode of Extra Points. I just want to remind everyone out there, even though you may feel like on the dogs, you're all my favorites. See you Wednesday.